In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, uh, we're going to talk about uh, toxic family, toxic family members to be exact. Mm. Now, this could apply to friends also, but we're talking about toxic people, people that kind of, um, you know, drain your resources and, and give you negative feedback. And we're going to get all into that. Oof, okay. And, and we're also going to talk about, you know, what, what, what really is your responsibility to these people? And we're going to, you probably heard this term a lot on this podcast, boundaries uh, with, yeah. with some of these people. Uh-huh. And as usual, we're giving away a bunch of free stuff. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright, originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. He has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States. David R. Wright has been featured on news outlets all across the country and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit, where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. What is going on, my friends? This is David Wright, the Motor City Hypnotist. We're here with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast. Welcome back, sir. Welcome back to you, Matt. That is Matt Fox, the other voice you hear. That's me. Hanging out here on a Friday evening, doing a podcast. Hey, having, having a, a drink, a just co- uh, hanging out. Not a cocktail. It's no, just no, neat. it's just a drink. It's neat. It's neat because because Matt didn't have any ice. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Well, what's up know. with the vanilla yeah. face? Yeah. No. <laughs> Speaking of, do you guys have a freezer in here? Or no? no, we don't. No, uh, we well, have to work we need on to, that. Yeah, we need to work on that. We need a little. Hey, this one is right not under a here. college dorm, David. Well, it could be. We we can make it like that. <laughs> Put a couple of lofts up there. Yeah, a couple of beanbag chairs. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Let's do a podcast. All right, folks. Thanks for joining us. We are here in the podcast Your Voice Southfield Studios. Thanks for joining us. Let me tell you where you can find me. My website is MotorCityHypnotist.com. My social media links, Facebook and YouTube, which are both Motor City Hypnotist and on Twitter, Instagram and Snapchat, which are all Motor City Hypno. Awesome. And as usual, we're giving away a free hypnosis guide as we do on every episode. It's just something that's always in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know I've probably said it a million times. It's just a PDF, kind of a page and a half PDF that just kind of explains what hypnosis is, how it works, how it can help you, some myths and misconceptions. So at any point, just jump into any show note and you'll be able to just click on that link and get that free download. Please do. And and as usual, I'm going to ask you that wherever you're listening, whatever podcast platform you're hearing us on, whether it be iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher or... Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know how many are out there. I, I mean, <laughs> there's there, a few. tons of them. So uh, It's 70 some and counting. Is it really 70 something? 70 some wow. I'm sure I, that, there's lots amazing. of more. I, that, that's, I can't even believe that. But anyway, wherever you're hearing us, connect, link, subscribe, like, whatever, whatever it is that is going to connect you to our podcast. That way you can just get these uh, episodes immediately when they release and mm-hmm. you don't even have to do anything. Right. You can just pick up your device and start listening. Well, why not? And wherever you're listening, please leave a review. That That is one of the most helpful things as well. If you listen to the podcast, if you like it, definitely leave a review. That helps out. That just gets more people to see it and more people listening. So I would appreciate that 
very, very much. Please. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Today's episode is brought to you by Empower Your Mind for Success, a hypnotic guide. How to rewire your thinking for massive success. This is my book that I released last August. It is for sale. It is available right now on Amazon.com, also BarnesandNoble.com. On Amazon, you can get the uh, paperback version, or you can also get the Kindle version. So either way, if you prefer Kindle or if you want the actual physical book in your hands, Mm -hmm. you can get either one of those on Amazon. And as I mentioned about the podcast, if you buy the book, please leave a review. That would be awesome as well, because we know Amazon's driven on reviews, and um, more reviews you get, the more people look at it. And Well, it'll end up hitting a lot of more folks, uh, their, their stream, if you will, as they're scrolling right. through. And Yeah, absolutely. It's, 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 all, it's all the algorithms. You Correct. Know? Algorithms Correct. are running the world right now. It's science, baby. It, it's just, uh, you know, so yeah, yeah. So leave a review. If you if you loved it, leave a five star review. That'd be fantastic. I would appreciate that. Appreciate that very much. Thank you. And if you just happen to want the physical book, and you're I don't know, maybe maybe you don't shop online. Maybe, maybe you do. I don't know. Maybe you're in middle of Iowa, which I will be there in a couple of weeks. By the way, <laughs> just as a heads up, um, and you want to get it from your local bookstore, you can find it there. Now, if they don't have it on the shelf, they can definitely order it for you because uh, all bookstores get their books from the same place. That's a little, little insider secret for you. Correct, like Amazon. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> kind of. I yeah. mean, in a way. Yeah. Do, do you know Amazon? When, when you order a book from Amazon, whatever it is, it's a print on demand. Mm-hmm. It's. it's it doesn't exist until you order it. It's printed and then sent. Right. Yeah. So people listen to the podcast whenever, however, and what have you, because right now it's a, it's a Friday. Earlier this week, mm-hmm. it's the we're leading into Easter weekend. We are. And today I, is Good Friday, as a matter of fact. Correct. So for those of you who observe, who are observing, happy Good Friday. I don't know if you should say happy, but it's Good Friday. It's, it's Good Friday. Yep. So you know, happy Good Good Friday. Yeah. So I ordered. I needed some undershirts for Mass on Sunday. Oh, nice. And I was like, oh, I don't want to go to the store. So I went to Amazon, white t-shirts, undershirts, yeah. and I had them in my, uh, Same I had them next that, day, next day, next day. Yep. Yeah. So yep. Absolutely. I was, yep. I was being lazy. And um, so, yeah, pick up the book, leave a review, be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Let me give you an announcement. I have a show, a local show coming up. So here's the thing. A, a, a majority of my shows, vast majority are paid private shows. Like I have a million, um, I'm overstating that, but. Over the next two months, between prom, high school prom, and grad season, right? I have a ton of shows, but oftentimes I have friends and family saying, "Hey, when are you doing a show locally that I can see it?" And I'm like, "Well, all of these are private gigs, they're, right? They're, right? Like, like you, you? Well, all of your gigs are private for the most part. For the most part, for, yeah. For unless I'm de- DJing or, a fundraiser, or I'm yeah, out unless you're at, DJing uh, a, club a club or something, right? Yeah. So, so here's the chance. I'm doing a a fundraiser for the Woodhaven High School Band Boosters. It is on May 7th. That's a Saturday. So that is in about three weeks from tomorrow. Mm. And it's in it's in Flat Rock. It's the Flat Rock Elks Lodge. So if, you, if you've ever wanted to see a hypnosis show live or to see me live doing my hypnosis show, here's your chance. Because I am at local here in Detroit now, if you're listening in Florida or California. <laughs> Make the drive. Hey, come on out. Come on out. Come on yeah, out. We'd love to drive. have you. So that link, I'm going to leave that link in the show notes as well with a link where you can buy tickets. I believe I believe tickets are 20 bucks, but all the funds go towards uh, supporting the, the Woodhaven band. Fair. So uh, it's a great cause. They'll have 
dinner, drinks, a bunch of, of, of um, raffle baskets, and, you know, like, like a typical sale. fundraiser. Cool. You know, auction raffle 50/50. baskets. 50-50. I'm sure. And you get to see Hypnosis Show, which is a good time. And those, those of you who've seen me live before, um, I have a, already had a response from a bunch of people who've, who've been to prior shows that I've done. That are like, oh, I, I, I can't wait to get back again. You're, so, uh, you're a wonderful bride. Tickets are $30. Oh, tickets are $30. Thanks for the correction, Kendra. I appreciate that. There Always. you go. Very tickets cool. are $30. I will leave the link in the show notes for you to go to the site to buy the tickets. Mm-hmm. And, and if, if you're going to come, just drop me a note in my social media so I can, you know, right. I don't know. Say hi and want to meet you, and I, I could just see that'd you going, be awesome. I could just see you going. You will donate one you will million dollar money because <laughs> you have the power. <laughs> so yeah, check that out in the show notes. That link will be there for you to look at the site, to go to the event page, and buy your tickets. Well, awesome. And uh, your uh, sister popped in. Hello, David. Happy Easter. Oh, Amy, how yeah. you doing, Amy? Hope things are well. Hope family is well. Excellent. Nice to see you again. So I'm really curious about um, the winner of the week. Oh, well, let's do it. Yeah. That's how winning is done. <laughs> I, I just dropped my computer cord plug. Oh, that wasn't the computer. Yeah. You're good. No, it yeah. wasn't a computer at all. So our winner of the week. Um, I'm, so so I found I ran across this on YouTube. Uh, it's a sports related story. Oh, but but it's fantastic because it, it was just in my it, it was in my YouTube feed and I watched it and it was really a cool story. Um, so there's a girl named Chloe Grimes. Okay, and she is a. Is this a Michigan based story? It is not. It's in Florida. Okay, she is a huge Tampa Bay Rays fan. Okay, but she has a favorite player on the team. Tampa Bay Rays is... Tampa Bay Rays is the baseball team in Tampa. Gotcha. A major league baseball team. And um, I think Chloe is 12. Okay. I think something like that. So so long story short, Chloe um, had a battle with cancer mm. that she recovered from Good. as a child. She's now in her second battle with cancer. Mm. So she went to the, the um, Tampa Bay Rays game on April 12th, which was, I don't know... Three, three, four days ago, three days ago. Okay. And she got to throw out the first pitch in the ball game. Oh, fun. They were honoring her, and, and, you know, she was like their special guest. But she has a favorite player on the team. His name is Brett Phillips. He's, he plays outfield for the Tampa Bay Rays. I play right. So she, he, he met her before the game, and she gave him some gifts. Gave, she hmm. had like, she signed a softball and gave it to him, and oh. a couple other things. And he was like, you know, Exchanging and greeting her and meeting her, and they they had seats right you know right, right near the front row, and it's just a really cool thing. Do you know what Brett Phillips did during the game? Uh, I th- did he hit a uh, grand slam? He hit a home run. Hit a home run. Yep. Okay, for her. Oh, yep. did he call it? Did he call it I, out? I don't know that he called it. But he didn't do the Babe Ruth thing. And he, point. I, I don't think he pointed. I don't think right. it was that dramatic. <laughs> but she said of her. When she described Brett Phillips, her favorite player, she said he has the best smile. He's always having fun, and I like how he does the airplane. So he does that, yeah, the airplane, you know. So he hits his home run, and then they do an interview with him after the game, and the guy was almost in tears. It was really touching. Nice. And I'll kind of read the quote, and and it was it was uh, it was pulled off a transcript, so it might not be word for word because it was it was on the. But watch the YouTube. I'm going to leave the link to the whole YouTube story on this. Cool. And he said, oh, man, that's tough. I'm usually not at a loss for words, 
but I had the chance to meet Chloe for the first time and she's battling cancer and she brought me these gifts. She wrote my name on a softball and Chloe, you're an inspiration. Holy cow. I think that's the hardest ball I've hit in my career and I'm praying for you guys. Unbelievable what they are going through. I hope I can meet Chloe again in the future and what an inspiration. The energy she brought. She gave me a wristband that says rally for Chloe, our princess. And again, what an inspiration. I'm praying for you, Chloe, and your family. You're really cool, and that Homer was for you. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's from Brett Phillips, the player. Yeah, that's actually pretty cool. You know, when when sports figures when they do things like that, and you know, because you know, they just never know what's going to happen. Well, I, and I will say, it's it's a cross section of population. Yeah. Athletics are like any other cross section. They're good people, and yeah. they're probably not so good people. Yeah, this is a good guy. Yes. This is a really cool guy, and and he was touched by it. So so he was really just. I don't know. He's just being a good human being. Yes. So it's a great story. So Thank you for that. Chloe Grimes and Brett Phillips. And again, I'll leave that link to the YouTube um, the, the, video? the YouTube link in the, in the show notes. Perfect. Take Thank a look you. at it. You'll love it. I'm glad I was looking forward to that. Our winner of the weeks. <laughs> Winners of the week. That's how winning is done. Yes, it is. Oh, so... Boy. Back to it. So I, I, I asked you before we started rolling today, and yeah. I asked you, hey, what are we going to be talking about today? And you know, I love it when you uh, when you take care of yourself on camera. It's amazing. I know. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I All of a sudden, I, 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 it's weird because I, I get these like uh, seasonal allergies oh, every course. once in a while. It's, it's only uh, almost Easter. And, and it's, so, it's been time. so windy the last couple of, couple of days here in Detroit. It's around. so windy, and I'm just, yeah. I just get these sniffles. So. so, yeah, I asked you when you came in this afternoon before we started going. Yeah. Like, so what are we talking about today? As I normally do. Right. And, and you said. Toxic families. And it's like, you, it's like you're a fly on the wall wherever I'm at. So. <laughs> well, and, and yeah, and Matt did say that. And he goes, how are you always talking about things that apply to me? And I'm like, <laughs> but I did tell him. I said, listen, you'd be surprised how many people out there are in these situations. A lot of these things I talk about, and I say this to clients when they come in to see me, you know, everybody's effed up. Everybody has issues they need to deal with. And, and a lot of us feel like we're the only ones that are dealing with them. Sure. But honestly, the majority of the population, the majority of people deal with the things I talk about. That's why I like to talk about them because hopefully you can help people, mm -hmm. more people out there. So we're talking about toxic family members. Now, everybody's heard this term toxic thrown about. I think it's become a, a bit of a, I don't want to call it a catchphrase, but in the psychological world, it's become more well-known over the last 10, 20 years. Right. And toxic is a, is a reference to an individual when you're talking about toxic families. It could maybe, be toxic. Or? It could be an individual. It could be a group of people if they're together. Okay. All right. Yeah. But in general, I mean, toxic is what you think it would be. It's something that's bad for you. It's something or, that could be poison, right, for you. Right. And that could be mentally, emotionally, physically. Could it could it could manifest in many different ways. Or if you're a DJ, it's the song that Britney yeah. Spears does. <laughs> it's a curse. Do, I tell do you, you get requests for that? Oh yes. Are, really? Oh yes. Like early Britney Spears? Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. It, 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 and that makes me twitch. Yeah. I, yeah. I twitch. I'll have to say it's it's a bit catchy. <laughs> hey, that's a catchy tune, as Ernie, Ernie Harwell would have said. <clears throat> yeah. But I mean, yeah, I wouldn't. it's not on my playlist, right. so I, I can just say that. <laughs> anyway, crazy. go on. Sorry, yeah, uh, yeah. sorry to interject. <laughs> so, but, but, but just like Matt said, a lot of people don't even realize the effect that toxic families or people 
they don't realize the effect it has on them. A lot of them till well into adulthood, especially if it happened during childhood. Mm. Um, so family members take on different roles from time to time to kind of help each other out. Um, and, and as children, you often have um, duties, chores, whatever, whatever yeah. the case may Responsibilities. be. Responsibilities that you have to do. You know, like, like maybe, you know, for most kids, it's like, oh, clear the table or pick up your clothes mm-hmm. or, you know, put, a, put your toys away. Things don't like pee, that. Or don't pee on the toilet seat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, things, <laughs> things that are, in a sense, normal yeah. or typical. Yeah. We'll, we'll use the term typical. <clears throat> so, so it's one of these things where th- that's typical. That's what I would call normal. Now, here's the difference, though. If you had to do all of these things, let's say pick up your clothes, you know, clean the bathroom, wh- whatever these things are, um, that these are these are not bad things in and of themselves. But let's say that you were you were forced to do these things at the expense of your homework, or being able to play outside, right, or being able to interact with your siblings that's that's when it becomes unhealthy that's when it becomes unreasonable but you have to do your chores your responsibilities before you can go right. outside and and i'm looking at situations and i've had many clients either as adolescents or even as adults say oh you know when i was a kid i, I didn't have a childhood because i i was put into the role of caretaker there it is because my parents what? or my parent one or both mm-hmm. wouldn't or couldn't do it um so, for example, <clears throat> I'll give you a couple of a couple of things that that things that you may have been asked to do that might have been toxic. Hmm. Parent or discipline younger siblings or provide care for them hmm. when you yourself are a, 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 child, a child or an adolescent. Changing diapers, making yeah. food, you know. Take on excessive responsibilities like cooking meals or heavy chores before you should before you were safely able to do those things or should be able to do those things Hmm. i know a lot of my clients were cooking and caring for siblings at ages eight nine ten wow that's i mean just but the expectation was the parents didn't want to do it that's that's they delegated it parent or parents that's a lot of mac and cheese yep a lot of mac and cheese a lot of cereal i'm sure yep you know yep a lot of pb pb and j's a lot of ramen noodles yep yep exactly or if you were asked to provide emotional support just as if you were an adult. Mm. Parents who who dump on their kids and tell them their issues, especially about their partner, mm. their mother or their their spouse, their their father or their mother. Right. That that is very destructive. That's very unhealthy. Mm. And and it, and it puts this this undue pressure on children. So they feel like now they're responsible to to take care of things and take care of their siblings and cook meals and take on take on a lot of these adult theme things that they shouldn't even know anything about. Right. So that's one example. Another thing that that shows that you could be you were in a toxic environment at home is if you're harshly criticized for things. Hmm. Now, there's a fine line here. When when a child does something wrong, they need to be corrected. Mm-hmm. Now, when I say corrected, I mean pointed out that, no, we don't throw things. Right. We don't hit. We don't spit. Whatever whatever right. it is. Right. You try you to lead them down a better you correct path. It. You try to correct the behavior. The, the problem, though, is that the problem when you're criticizing a child, but you're not 
constructive and you're not focused on the behavior. You're focused on them as a person. Mm. So the difference is, you know what, Johnny, we don't hit other people because that 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 is not a nice thing to do. Mm. Uh, you know, hitting is something that that is not nice. It could hurt someone and it's just not the right thing to do rather than saying, Johnny, you're you're a little shit. Quit, yeah. quit hitting your brother. Right. It's, a, it's, a, it's all in the way it's framed, mm-hmm. and and when it becomes a personal attack th- for children, that that's what becomes damaging. Mm-hmm. When you're criticized, they're criticizing you as a person, not your behavior. The words that you're using and the tone that you use it in, right? That tone mm-hmm. it can even be more destructive than anything else. No, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Another example of, of something that might have shown you're in a toxic family is, is your needs weren't being met. Hmm. Um, and what connotation needs not being met? So, so I'm saying needs like your basic needs, like food, clothing, okay. um, schedule, school. They're, they're, Work. Uh, they're, they're, here's a big thing. And I've heard this more than once. This is not just a, an outlier. So many kids that I've seen over the years, kids under the age of 12, so kids who don't have, they, they're not yet able to be fairly or, or even partially independent. Right. Kids who have missed 100 days of school in a year, mm. 150 days of school yeah. in a school year, yeah. Yeah. who are late, have been late every single day to school. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. For an 8-year-old, that's not the 8-year-old's fault. No. That's the parents' fault mm-hmm. at that point. Correct. And that is not giving that you're 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 sabotaging your child's ability to to grow and succeed. Right. That's that, that, that's toxic. If that's, you're, that's if if you have um that that's one example. One, but the other example would be flat out neglect or abuse. Of, of course, if you're physically abusive to your children right. or if you neglect them and their needs, again, food, clothing, shelter, mm-hmm. the, the, unfortunately, it happens. We're, we're in a world where, you know, some people are, I just say messed up. It yeah. just happens. Yeah. Some people are messed up. Going back to missing school, that goes back to a wonderful 80s film called Ferris Bueller's Day Absolutely. Off. Absolutely. He's been absent nine times. Nine times? Bueller. <laughs> Bueller. Nine times. And he's staring at the computer screen and starts to tick down. Yep. Eight, seven, yep, yep. six, five, four, three. Bloop, three. And Ferris comes on. He's like, I asked for a car. I get a computer. How's that for being born under a bad sign? <laughs> <sighs> Classic. Classic movie. <laughs> so here's the thing. Supportive family members should, be do, should do the minimum. Set boundaries, provide discipline and affection. Now those go together. I and I and I know. I I try to be an example for my my son's nineteen now, but even growing up, believe me, everybody has everybody fails at things sometimes, and there were times when I lost my cool and yelled at him. But I will say, and I can say this in all sincerity, every single time I did that, I talked to him after the fact mm-hmm. and apologized for it. Right. Said that was not the right way to handle that. Right. That's on me. Mm-hmm. I you mean, took responsibility. I took responsibility for it. For it. T- taking care of your, your children's health and well-being. Making sure they receive a good education. Making sure they have food and, and clean clothes to wear. So these are all things that if you didn't have these things or these things were lacking, you're, you were in a toxic environment. Right. But here's the thing. When, when you lose your cool with a kid, 
yep. with your child or what have you, mm-hmm. you, you, you might blow your top. Yep. But you have to understand, one of the things we have to understand is that, that child, every child learns in a different way. Mm-hmm. And if you are constantly berating or criticizing or yelling at them, that's how they're going to perceive how they should be learning going Absolutely. forward. Absolutely. They're going to they're, they're model behavior. Correct. Yes. So, you know, that's where you have to really sit back, take that step back and really understand how is this child going to learn the best? Right. And then if you're going to lose your cool, know that you're going to lose your cool and then walk away, gather yourself and then come back and have that conversation. Yep. You know what? That really upset me. Yep. And Absolutely. I all and you know you didn't want to see the person I was going to become. Yep. Because that's not how I want you to learn. The, the, there are always the better ways to deal with things, yeah. and 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 I'll say a lot of parents do really well. Yeah. A lot of parents have good interactions, and when they make a mistake, they admit it right. and and they talk about it. But nobody is perfect. No, exactly. <laughs> and, and that's the whole that. thing. Yeah. But but it goes back to the main thing you said, Matt. Take responsibility for your mistakes. Right. Because that's going to happen. We're all, we all make mistakes. Don't blame other people. Here's the other end of the spectrum, and this may sound a little bit counterintuitive, that you might have been a to- in a toxic environment. Mm. Parents who are too involved, <clears throat> too involved in your life, <laughs> they didn't allow a child room for growth or right. independence or learning. Right. And believe me, I have seen this. I I think I see this more than I see it the other way in in my therapy practice. I have kids where the parents are, you know, I have kids that are 16 and have never been allowed to be alone or go out or be with friends. Wow. They're sheltered, like just forced down. Or parents that... So they have no social skills at that point. Absolutely. None. None. Or parents that dictate everything the child has to do, hmm. even into their teen years. Like, nope, you're going to do this. You're going to play. You're going to be in band. You're going to play baseball. Hmm. You're going to do it. And the child doesn't have a choice. Right. But dad, They're, I don't want to. It's too controlling. Yeah. And, and, and again, the answer to that would be too bad. Yeah. You're doing it because I said so. But dad. <laughs> but mom. When children lack personal space, both physical and emotional. Right. And... When they don't have that, they they're they're unable to develop their own coping skills, they, 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 their own strategies to deal with frustrations, right. and they can't form their own opinion right. based on the experience mm-hmm. of what's out there. Right now, there's this whole and and this this could be a whole other show, and we may do this at some point. I would love that. There, there there's this big debate on whether children should sleep in parents' beds. Um, I can answer that for you. My opinion <laughs> is. No. Infants, if you want to have an infant in the bed with you, there's a certain point in time where you have to put them in the crib and they Mm -hmm. have to go in their room and that is their space. Well, there's this whole theory on the family bed and how that can increase connections. And and now here's the thing. I'm a mental health professional. I'm not going to say I know everything, but but in my opinion, there is a certain time where it needs to be cut off. And most parents here's here's what happens and i know because i i am a parent and Mm -hmm. we went through this it's three in the morning your kid's crying you want to go to sleep you're just like just get in bed right yeah it's just easier it's easier so we had the crib in our bedroom right Mm -hmm. so when the child started here we would get up and walk two steps and the child was right there in their crib but you know she jasmine my youngest had spent a few months in the bed with us yep just because of that you know the feeding or what have you but then there came a time where she had to go into the crib 
and that's where that was her space. And then as she got older, it's like moving your cat litter box further yeah. where you want the cat to go. Yeah, right? absolutely. You know, it, it, it's a gradual right. separation. It's weaning them yes, it's away. Weaning. Yes. weaning is a perfect word for it. Yeah. So again, being too involved and being too controlling can also damage a child and be toxic. So here's the thing to, to look at. The, the, um, there's a, um, a licensed counselor I found her online, Catherine Fabrizio. She specializes in working with daughters of toxic mothers. So she has a very special niche that she works okay. with. That's very niche, yeah. And her, her rule of thumb, this, this is the thing she applies. She says, and I'm going to quote, if you end up feeling bad about yourself after most encounters with a family member, hmm. there's probably a good reason for that and one worth looking into. Huh. If you feel bad after every reaction with a specific family member, be it parent, mother, dad, sibling, cousin aunt uncle whatever wouldn't you say bad you mean they're you're made to feel at fault or she she doesn't really expound but feeling bad about yourself okay like oh i'm i'm a i'm bad oh i'm or, the bad person. or i'm the bad person or i failed or i'm not good enough okay or you know mentally emotionally that that is that that's damaging mm -hmm. so here's the other thing if you're in a toxic situation and we mentioned a little bit of it but i'm going to say go into more controlling major aspects of your life now wow. we mentioned forcing the kids to do sports or athletics or whatever mm -hmm. this I, i've seen this happen and and i i'm telling you these things because i've seen this over and over with real people in my office mm. i had a i had a adult it was an adult male who was probably 22, 23, his parents would call work to make sure he went in. Oh, my goodness. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Did he make it? Uh, yep. They said, was well, he at work today? Wow. And they would say, well, we can't talk to you. This is, yeah. I don't even know who you are. How old is 27? 22, 23, oh, okay. something like that. Say. All right. But, but you know that that parents will hold on way longer and, and this is this goes back to the parents' need to not their difficulty of letting go, uh, letting their kids become independent uh, because they need it. The kids want most of the time in those situations. The kids are like, "Oh, let me just get away. Let mm -hmm. me just get out." So mm -hmm. that, so yeah, if, if you feel controlled, that's another sign that you're probably in a toxic situation. This is a really interesting uh, uh, topic. Mm -hmm. Yep, and, and we're going to continue. I know we're close here, but we're going to mm -hmm. continue with toxic families part two. Mm -hmm on our next episode so if um those of you on facebook live stay here we're going to come right back record our second episode those of you listening to audio skip ahead to the next episode if it's not there it will be there on tuesday or thursday correct so hang in there folks in the meantime change your thinking change your life laugh hard run fast be kind we'll see you next time